Welcome everyone back to another episode of the Athletic Studio Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Kate Oatman. I'm Gordon Jomini Vong. And on today's episode, we're going to chat all things about unhealthy habits and how to make sure that they're not creeping back into your life so that they're not derailing your current progress. Yeah. So basically, I'll put the question out there to a couple of clients and this is something that they want to know. So they're making good progress. How can they, you know, stay on track? They've noticed maybe some of their unhealthy habits, you know, maybe from previously creeping back in. How do they kind of, you know, keep their results going? Yeah. So initially we just, when we see this in clients, it is super prevalent amongst people. You know, you're in the midst of shifting your identity from maybe an unhealthy person to a healthy person. And, you know, habits take a long time to learn. So they take a lot of time to unlearn as well. So we always come back initially to their why and why they began in the first place in reminding themselves of this. Yeah, I think the the hard thing is, especially like when you're doing really well, when you're, you know, you've started personal training, you've started your health journey after maybe, you know, three, four, five months, you started to really kick some goals. Like what people maybe, what clients maybe don't understand is that, you know, your reason why may actually need to shift and change Mm. because that initial reason, like you've already achieved that initial like why, right? So a lot of it can come down to a little bit of like self-sabotage or not thinking further ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's so true. And it probably comes from a place of they may be experiencing a plateau and that's a great time to reestablish new goals and refocus because it's so easy. Like I'm sure you've experienced it before and I've definitely experienced it when you're embarking on maybe a new phase, a new era of maybe it may be a fat loss phase and you get to a certain point, as you said, you might be four or five months down the road. You might even be just like three weeks and you've made some initial progress and then you're like, oh, I see myself wanting more chocolate again. I want more. I don't want to do my steps again. So definitely reminding yourself as to your why Mm-hmm. is so, so important. Otherwise, yeah, we do derail and then we can rebound. That's why we see the yo-yoing. Yeah, and, and little things little things like, you know, what I encourage clients to do is you want to have a, you know, every morning or, you know, every day, you want to be thinking about, you know, your reason why or yeah. what your particular goals are. You know, have like, it sounds woo-woo, but have a mood board or, you know, do those particular motivation exercises that are going to get you up and running. Like there's not a day that goes by where I'm not thinking about, okay, I want to achieve my my fitness goal. I'm focused on my running. I want to beat my time with business goals as well. Like I wait, I'm waking up, all right, I need to do this, I need to do that. So I'm always like motivated, right? Yeah, exactly right. And shifting the perspective from potentially like we see clients coming in and they want to lose body fat from maybe a place of self-hatred as bad as it is or like self-punishment. And once we've circled back to that why, it's really important to also dive a little bit deeper into their emotions and feelings towards their goals as well because a lot of people start their health and fitness journey from a place of punishment of even self-loathing how like I know that sounds terrible but that's how people initially start and then they kind of get addicted along the way which is great to a degree but then changing their perspective and leading from a place of shifting the focus of you know leading from a place of feel good rather than doing it from a punishment perspective and I think when people make this shift and they go from you know 
I'm going to work out because I need to lose X amount of kilos to I'm going to work out because the mental clarity I actually achieve after or I my, ba- my day's better or I'm, my mood's better is such an integral um, shift that I think it's really important for everyone to establish at least at some point in their fitness journey. Yeah, I agree, Kate. Like when when initially people start their fitness journeys, you know, they, they are coming from a pace of, let's say, pain. What I like to call it is, you know, they're probably looking for a painkiller rather than like a, a vitamin. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, once you have kind of like resolved or gotten out of that pain, then you want to start looking at your your vitamins, right? To get that extra edge to keep you motivated. And what's becoming more popular these days is actually preventative health, Mm. which is actually really good because I think people are becoming a lot more aware of like, you know what, I, I shouldn't wait until I, you know, get sick or until I'm like 20 kilos overweight or until I get injured before I actually start working on my health. Like how about if I just start working on it now? to pre- prevent all those things from happening. And that's where you see, you know, the the hard cells like your, you know, your ice baths, your, you know, basically coming into the gym and making it part of your routine, maybe when you, you know, when you don't actually need to. Mm. It's those people where like, you know, they're, they're super fit and you always ask them like, why do you need to go to the gym four or five times per week? Yeah. You know, why are you doing that? You don't really need to. But yeah, I understand where they're coming from as in like the person that's doing it because mm. – you know, they're coming from that place now of not pain, but they, they're they doing things that make them feel good. Yeah, absolutely. And that's super important. I think that's all what, like we've established that well, mm. but it definitely takes time. And I think for the listeners, if you are starting out in your journey, it's not going to feel like that instantly. And it does take time and um, perseverance. But once you get there, you, it'll literally stick with you for life. So I think like anything with a habit, you just compound it until it becomes your lifestyle. And that's what we always say with our clients. We add little layers over time to create these lifelong habits. Like you will have hiccups along the way and these unhealthy habits may rear their head every now and then, but it's how you get through it. And that's what we'll be chatting more to obviously in this episode. Yeah. And don't be ashamed when you do start to feel really good about your health and fitness and, you know, you're on, you're on track and, Let's say you're, you know, you're out with friends or you, you decline, you know, a social event because you'd rather be looking after your health and it actually, you're doing things that make you like feel good. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that, like at all. No, exactly. And I think our world or our generation coming through wellness is really celebrated, which is really nice. It, it seems to be the next shift. Like if you see, if you watch TikToks or Instagram, if you're mm-hmm. on socials, you can see that there's a massive movement for health and wellness, which is really great. So it's, at least it's becoming more normalized and you're not that weirdo, <laughs> that chip oh. weirdo if you miss things or if you can't make it or if you want to prioritize your session over something. Yeah, you guys are lucky. Like yeah. when I first started you know, in in the health and fitness industry, maybe like over 10 years ago uh, when I wasn't a personal trainer and I was doing my training sessions, going back to my corporate job and everyone was asking like, you know, why are you eating basically whole food? <laughs> why <laughs> why, like, why going, are you not? <laughs> yeah. Why, why aren't you going to the cafeteria and getting like a sausage roll like the rest of us? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, if the trend is like it's more acceptable to be like super fit and healthy. I think that's that's awesome. Yeah, and that's a great thing for health and longevity for the next few generations. Mm. Exactly. The next point we're going to chat to again, which is a, see, it's a counterproductive thing in our generation, is that a lot of us chase instant gratification. Like we've got Instagram, we've got TikTok. You jump on there for a quick spike of, you know, serotonin. And it's like how do we kind of push through that in a society where it is hugely present? Yeah, well, I think it's just knowing knowing yourself and what situations that, you know, what your particular vices are. 
And normally if we're, you know, just speaking about, um, if we're just speaking about fat loss and body transformations, it's definitely, that's definitely just going to be the instant gratification is going to come from like food, social events, you know, eating more, right? So then you can come back down to just having the right like education and accountability and giving yourself the, the empowerment and the knowledge as well that, you know, it's going to pay off like mm. in the long run. Yeah. So what I always tell clients or when they're people starting off is that, look, when you are at a lesser percentage of body fat, when you're, you know, 10 kilos lighter, you're putting in your, your body's in a better position to actually eat more and like get away with it. Yeah. You know, so then when clients go into, into those situations, they're a little bit, at least they've got, now they're thinking in their head like, oh, you know, there's a bigger reward if yeah. I, if I, you know, have a little, have a little bit more discipline. Yeah, exactly. And realistically, creating a dream physique is going to take time. And I think it's really easy to look on Instagram and see the Instagram models and the fitness influencers and underestimate the time and work that they've put in as well to get to where they are. And, you know, they're selling programs and you're like, if I do this program, I'm going to look like that person. But unfortunately, that's not the way it works. So definitely shifting the perspective to a lifestyle, enjoying the process will help in getting that dream physique or getting closer to that. Yeah. And like, you can have like your, you know, when, when people, you know, they, they're trying to change their, change their body composition, they think they need to, you know, sacrifice like a lot. You can still do everything that you want to do. Mm. It's just more of like when. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And um, how much. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and how much. Yeah. So it just depends on where you're at and what you've, you know, planned with between like yourself and your, and your trainer. Yeah. Exactly. And just on that making sure you're not doing an all or nothing approach because we do know if you're doing the all or nothing approach, these bad habits will creep back in because that's just back to reality, back to normality. So for instance, if you're doing like a paleo diet for four weeks and you start to crave carbs again, well, no wonder these old things will be slipping back in. You've kind of got to make an educated and broad analysis on what you're doing if it's sustainable. And usually these quote unquote bad habits shouldn't rear their head too much. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. And, you know, the most, yeah, with, with that, it's just, you know, getting, getting the right guidance. You know, people mm. think like, all right, if I just do the paleo diet, they just think that that's the only way to do it. Mm. Whereas if we'll sit down and educate clients and like, hey, you know, yes, you can have like a paleo diet or eat more whole foods and you're going to get great results. But look, you know, you can actually get away with more carbs. You can get away with more food. You're still at a calorie deficit. Yeah. So, yeah. No, exactly right. So, along this journey, you're shaping your new identity and you're going out socially. How do you maybe inform or educate your friends to understand and kind of empathize with where you're at and your morals and values towards health and fitness and how they might have changed? Yeah. So, whenever you hit a new you, you know, you've gotten some results, you've transformed your body, like it's basically whenever you hit a new level, it's going to require like a new you. And some people are really good at, you know, owning that identity shift. Like they're basically a new person, right? Mm. But also like if someone has a really fast body transformation, then their identity shift might not be fast enough to also catch up with their body transformation. So it can actually be a little bit harder for that person. But in regards to like tactics and strategies, what I, you know, if, I, if I'm the only fit and healthy person in my social group, I would always, you know, yeah, I would say, look, hey, I'm um, working on my 
health and fitness journey at the moment. You know, you guys go ahead. I'm not like I'm not judging you. I'm just gonna have my vodka soda or (laughs) like it just depends. Like you know, there's no just because I'm out with friends doesn't mean like I need to necessarily have like alcohol. I can just go out there and not drink. Like it's okay. There's many like heaps of people that just you know don't drink either you know there's there's pros and cons of being super health, fit and healthy and going through your health and fitness journey you know one of the the pros is that you know when you do it really well you're you're gonna look and feel amazing you're going to change change your life yeah in the in a positive direction and the cons is that sometimes you'll actually get to a point where it's just like your the friends that you've grown up with or people in your social circle previously or currently, they're just not used to, they're not used to it. Mm. Because what you're doing is that, like, if you're changing in a positive direction, you're actually like a mirror to the other person. So, you know, they're seeing like what can and can't be done. Mm. So for them, when they look at it, it's like, oh, wow, you know, Kate's really transforming her body and doing really well with her, with her life. But like me, like I've got the same capabilities to do it, but I'm not doing it. Mm. So, you know, you can make the other person feel a little bit uncomfortable. But yeah. you as, you know, the the individual who's getting fit and healthy, then like there's two ways to go about it. Like you can just keep being yourself and let's just say like be a hard ass and like, all right, whoever whoever's going to come on this road with me is going to come on, on this road with me and whoever doesn't support me or is a little bit uncomfortable or doesn't understand, I'm like, I'm just going to like drop them off, like drop them as friends. Or, you know, or you can be the person who's like, all right, well, you know, I do understand like me making this positive change for myself is going to make other people feel maybe a little bit uncomfortable. I'm going to, I'm going to go into those social situations, you know, and be super nice and, and make them feel comfortable. So you're actually being super socially aware. Yeah, no, that's true. And I think as a byproduct of being in these new environments, say the gym, you will start to create new friendships anyway that do maybe align a little bit closer towards your core values. But in saying that, it's fine to be different from your friends as well. You can still enjoy yourself as long as they're not making you feel bad about your journey, as you said. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's still it's still viable. Yeah. And if if they feel uncomfortable, they're obviously and they don't support you, obviously not your friends this is anyway. Your friend. So Kick him yeah. to the curb anyway. <laughs> no, that's so true. And just remembering that you're never stuck in one place and if you're not getting the support that you need from your friends, it's okay to actually go out and seek new friendships and relationships that do correlate with your values. I know that I've made a lot of friends and a lot of my close friends now are ones who I met through the gym or met through socials that we do really align with our values and it's a lot easier for me to go about my day and, you know, have fun weekends that fill my cup up. Like for instance, going for a beach walk with a friend, I've got a wellness event, things like that. And it's because of my circle that allows me to do that and share that with other people. Yeah, and a good, probably a good exercise to do as well is, you know, once you've gotten over that, you know, the initial pain that got you started with health and fitness and you're maybe creeping into your old habits because, you know, you've plateaued goal-wise, maybe list, you know, list maybe like 10 potential goals that you can set yourself and, you know, next to those goals, find out like who can kind of help you achieve them and go out there and speak with them and see if they're aligned with, you know, your values and believe that you can actually do it. And, 
you know, that, that's basically, you know, what, what I do. Like whenever I'm looking at achieving a, a, a next health and fitness goal, I just go and, you know, seek a coach, talk to them, you know, see if they can, see if like they believe that I can kind of do it. And if they're motivating for me, then like who needs friends, right? Just buy friends. <laughs> Don't but, do that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. And it's all about that growth and development. And with that in time, like, becomes like new relationships and yeah. that develops. And our final point for today is just in terms of making sure these bad or unhealthy habits don't creep back in along your journey is knowing when to pull yourself up and give yourself a little pep talk. Mm-hmm. When, in your experience, have you found that you've had to give yourself a pep talk or a bit, you know, pull yourself back into line in terms of health, nutrition, fitness? Yeah, I'll be quite honest, Kate. Like, you know, I'm really good with my mindset. So I think, just for example, there's a personality test that you can do from Jordan Peterson, the five. Put in the show notes. Link yeah, we'll put, link it, we'll, put, we'll, put in, we'll put in the show notes. But, you know, we do it here for the, the personal trainers here as well. And, you know, like naturally you can kind of see like if you're a positive thinker, negative thinker. But look, initially 10, 15 years ago, like I wasn't a, you know, positive thinker. And it's all about your your subconscious thoughts and, you know, how you think about yourself and your goals, you know, throughout throughout the day as well. So a good exercise to do is whenever, like whenever you catch yourself thinking of a negative thought, then you want to think of, okay, well, what are the five positives that this negative situation or this negative thought like is giving me and you just reverse engineer it like you just reverse it you know straight away and then can you give an example for uh, listeners yeah like okay so let's say you know a, a personal training client she's been training with me for four years and she's moving and she's no longer doing personal training and for most let's say personal trainers or beginner personal trainers when they lose a client they get upset they don't know when the next client is going to is coming from well for me like instantly like I already know like okay great I'm going you know someone new is going to take that spot there's always that particular you know whatever attributes that I liked in that client their attributes that I can find or they'll they've just dispersed you know amongst other people so just for example like if this particular client was you know very smart positive and fit well then okay well you know i haven't lost someone that's smart positive and fit i've actually got you know kate here that's smart i've got you know sam that's positive and then i've got michael that's you know fit so i haven't like lost it right so it's all like that's a a benefit and then you know someone else who i can kind of like learn from that's a new spot you know Potentially, because it's a new spot, I can pr- probably like raise my rates as well. So that's another that's another positive. Or another positive is that okay, 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 great. Well, because I'm the business owner, like maybe I just don't fill up that spot and I just don't do any PT sessions. I have more time. Mm. So it's already three positives. Yeah, right. Already, and I just do that for like you know not just you know health and fitness, but for like everything. And then it just becomes becomes super normal. So th- then you're not really in a position where you know, you need to have a pep talk. Like you don't really need to have a pep talk, you know, when shit hits the fan because you're never really in a situation where like shit yeah. hits the fan. Yeah, a hundred percent. And on needing a pep talk, it is also good to lean on these friends that you've cultivated, you know, through the health or fitness space or people you can rely on to be like, I just need a helping hand 
can you, you know, you, I think everyone has that person in their life that you can be like, I'm doing X, Y, Z, and they can give you an honest opinion or an honest little pep talk. So having someone like that that you can go to is massive as well because it's not not everyone has the skills to be able to dig themselves out of potentially a darker place or, a you know, they may have feel like they're too far gone to kind of get back onto their journey. So seek help, seek advice, seek guidance from friends or family or someone that you trust. Yeah, probably, yeah, like I said, you know, prevention in this particular point is a, probably the best kind of like medicine. You know, exercises are, that I did in the beginning, you want to write, you know, maybe – 10 things that you're grateful for like every like every day and be proactive with your you know with your goals and you know who you need to to talk to to support you with those particular goals. Yeah, I think it's really easy to get down and out and be harsh on yourself but just remember that tomorrow's a new day the sun will rise and literally just try again, start again. Yeah, there's a good book on this one Kate. It's called it's called Grit and um, they talk a lot about like resilience as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just in this, like on this journey, you're not just... No, it's never linear. Um, yeah, it's not linear and you're not just working your muscles, you're working your brain, you're working your habits. It's all, it's a whole mind-body experience really. Yeah. All right, guys, we have come to the end of the episode. We really hope you have taken a thing or two from how to, you know, help yourself from not derailing basically or letting those unhealthy or bad habits creep back into your everyday life. So thank you so much for listening. And we will speak to you next time. See you guys. Bye. If you found this episode useful, it would mean the world to us if you shared, rated and liked this podcast. It's how we keep it alive. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Athletic Studio. We would love to connect with you and see how your fitness and health improves with this newfound knowledge. Until next time.